everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. It's us, your favorite twins. I'm Erica. I'm Erin. And Erica, why did the toothbrush cross the road? I don't know. Why did the toothbrush cross the road? Because he needed a change of taste. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Okay. Wow. Stop it with the jokes. And I just. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) This was not cleared by me. I just want to make that very clear. I do not know what she is going to say <laughs> when we do no, this. Okay, so fine, that all fine. reactions are authentic. <laughs> Someone call Comedy Central. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't um, yeah. don't cancel your day plans though. Waiting on that phone I call. I will okay? I promise. Okay, yeah, I promise. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in today. To all of our listeners, welcome back. Thank you so much for all the support that you give us. To our new listeners, hello. And welcome in to this world of true crime that Erin and I just like to pick a case and talk about. Because that's that's literally what we do. We're not professional Mm -hmm. researchers. We're not associated with any law enforcement or law offices. All opinions are our own. Yes. Yay. See, I've shortened that now. Yes, you have. (laughs) And if you haven't already, uh, please feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. Our uh, DMs are open there. So if you want to say hi, have a question, a show idea, please feel free to reach out to us on there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Yeah. And oh, and if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, follow. You know, that always helps. And if you really, really, really wait. What's that? Um, Was it Carly, Carly Jepsen song? I really, 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 really like you. I think yes, that I was think enough so, yeah. times. So if yeah. you really that many times like us, mm-hmm. uh, leave us a comment uh, wherever you listen to us at. We really appreciate it. And, um, yes. you know, it's nice it to helps read. us to figure things out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's always nice to read nice things about, you know, people. It is. So thank you. Yes. Uh, do you want to start out that um, we are sending all of our good thoughts, prayers to the people of Ukraine uh, right now yes. uh, during this time? Um, just know we're thinking of you and so sorry that this is happening. Um, yeah. So we stand with you. All right. So Aaron, how's your week been? Week's been good. Yeah. Um, we had like ice and snow. Which I do not like. Mm-mm, boo. It's pretty I to know. look at so though. I'm ready. It is. Spring will be here in a couple of weeks and I'm ready. Yep. I'm, I'm ready. But I got to get on that working out because, yeah, you know, I've definitely got a winter body. Yes. It's time to shed some of my pounds mm-hmm. here that's kept me warm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, what I'm, you do. I am well insulated. Yes. So yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I'm ready. It's like so I gotta get back on that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you do. That's you do okay. great. You're beautiful. I just try. the way you are, Erin. Thank you. Yes. Do yep. it because it makes you feel better and for no other reason. Okay. That's right. I just want to be strong enough to lift myself when I'm like 85. Seriously. There you go. Well, you know what I mean. I mean that's yep. where I'm go- coming from with it. Yeah. So. But that. And working in physical therapy like I do, that's the key. Never stop moving. Mm-hmm. When you stop moving and you decide you're going to sit on the couch yep. and watch your stories or whatever, you're already behind yep. the game. Just wait, whatever. Yep. We can work on that. But movement is the biggest key. So there you go. Life hack. Yep. Pro-life tips. Yes. 
Yep. Free and of charge. Work, walk 30 minutes a day. And mm-hmm. while you're walking, listen to our podcast. There Boom. you go. Exactly. There you go. You can listen yeah. to us when we do this part. That's your warm up. Walk yeah. while we do the case. And by the time yeah. we finish up, you're back home. Good job, Erin. Right. That was great. There you go. There's another mm-hmm. one. Life hack. So there you go. We better stop we giving out these free life hacks. Today. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we got to pace ourselves. <laughs> I know. So how yep. has your week been? My week was really, really busy. I drove over 600 miles from work this week. So, uh, yeah. So, I've pretty much stayed home this weekend. I had breakfast with some friends this morning, which was really, really great to see them. And just, you know, laughed a little bit. Got home. I've been playing... Because I've said before, I'm a huge gamer. I've been playing Destiny, uh, Queen Witch. And um, Mm. that's been fun. Oh, my goodness. So if you want to play, again, I'm a mediocre player, but I like to have fun. Reach out. I'll give you my bungee code, and we can play. I play on on Xbox primarily, but now that they did the cross-platform thing, we can, we can we can game no matter what you're on so that there that's convenient um also cool. um yeah that's kind of been it so next after last week was my busy week so now it calms down i go to the dentist tomorrow mm-hmm. for a teeth cleaning mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. my dentist office is really great though so i mean i can't they're the first dentist yeah. office i've been to and i don't get nervous like at mm. all like i'm just like hey what's up it's great. Okay, I have to ask. I have to ask this. I know it's totally off topic, but Uh-oh. do they still play easy listening music at your dentist's office? No, this one does Mine not, <laughs> which okay. is nice yeah. because do you remember like when we were little and mm. mom would take the back roads to a, a town? Well, I'll say it mm. because I'm the only one at Oak Ridge. Mm-hmm. And then we would be uh-huh. listening to you 102. <laughs> Was it oh, you 102 yeah. and B975? Uh, oh, Something like that. Yeah. yeah, and it was just that easy, easy listening, classic rock, you yeah. know, which now yeah. music we grew up with is on those channels now. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Right, it just yeah. reminds me of sitting in the back of the green room on a going to a bridge yeah. going, oh, I, feel so, I, know. I feel motion sick. <laughs> I kind of miss it a little bit. It's kind of comforting. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, when they would play Easy Listen, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. <laughs> I, I can almost yep. count down to when they'll play Pat Benatar's Love is a Battlefield again. Mm-hmm. That is the one I hear on every single yeah. <laughs> Easy ra- Radio Or the station. song Waiting for a Star to Fall. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, that and, song. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Jake, Jake and the Mechanics? Mike and the Mechanics in the Living yeah. Years. <gasps> yeah. Oh, it's Man, too it takes you late. back, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> takes you back. Yeah, way, Sorry, way I back. I had to ask. Cause no, I you're good. You know, dentist offices have changed, you know? Yeah, they have. They've changed over the years. So. They have tremendously. This is like a really yeah. cool one. So shout out to yeah. my dentist. Well, that's great. I don't think they listen to us, there and that's go. fine. But, okay, right. so... That's enough of a sidetrack, right? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, it's good. I like it. So, um, yeah. So, again, thank you to everybody uh, for tuning in. And if you haven't already, yes. just give, um, you know, pass along to your favorite coworker, friend, relative that you listen to us. And spread the love, if you will. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, again, uh, we are celebrating Black History Month. And we... Mm-hmm. It is wrapping up for the month, but 
uh, we're going to continue to put a spotlight on those um, on Black History Month because it shouldn't just be one month of the year. We should always celebrate um, all the innovations, the progress, the civil rights that has been done because Mm -hmm. of um, Black History Month. So we want to keep highlighting that. So I know this is the last week um, for it. So, um, Mm -hmm. and I think that's it. I think that's all the business stuff right now yes that we've got so this so. week yeah. this week mm-hmm. um this episode is about david berkowitz also known yes as son of sam and mm-hmm. i have a cat named sammy who i think might no she's not she's a <laughs> she's a sweet kitty <laughs> um nah. No, I'm, yeah, I, I kid, I jest, um, but, um, but that's who we're going to be talking about today. So this is obviously a very popular, well-known, um, yeah, case. case. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be kind of more focusing on David himself and kind of mm-hmm. the case itself and not so much about the murder. So just so you know, so, all right, right. Aaron. Okay. What do you got for us? So, okay. So he- as you said, his name is David Berkowitz. He was born June the 1st, 1953. And when he was a few days old, he was adopted by a couple named Pearl and Nathan Berkowitz. And they adopted him. And he grew up in a home where dad ran a hardware store. Mom was a stay-at-home mom. And um, they doted on him and loved him because, you know, that was their only child, so to speak. And But the kids teased him for being adopted. Which, so, no reason to be teased for. Right, Honestly, right. kids will find anything right. to tease about. That's just, I know, that's right. sad. Yeah. Now, David did ask his adoptive parents at one time, what happened to my birth mother? And he was told that his birth mother died while giving birth to him, which mm. messes with your head. I mean, well, you know, cause to why? think that you caused your mother's death. Well, right. it, yeah, it, that yeah, right. Your entrance in the right. world was the exit of your, of your mother's, right. and that I don't yes. understand that. I don't, I don't yes. get why they felt to lie. I don't. Right. I, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I, I can't figure out the reason for them. Right. Because so Pearl, his adopted mother, died when he was 14 years old. She had the advanced stages of breast cancer. Mm. So that left him with his father, Nathan. And in 1971, David decided that he was going to enlist in the Army. Okay. Which is good, admirable. Yeah. You know, if you're not sure what you do in college, go to the military. Sure. So he was sent to Korea to be a sharpshooter. Okay. So So that's kind of going to... Foreshadowing. (laughs) Correct. A lead into this. So... In 1973, he was transferred to Fort Knox, Kentucky. We know okay. where that is. Oh, yeah. Been through there a few yeah. times. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So he had some dis- disciplinary problems in the Army, and he was discharged in 1974. Okay. So he goes back to New York, and he enrolls into Bronx Community College. Okay. And he has a job at a warehouse as a security guard. Okay. So, I mean, okay, no, you know. Not bad. So, at the, yeah. So, I mean, pretty normal stuff with David. Nothing uh, really going on there. Mm-hmm. At 21, he decided to find his birth parents. He wanted to know about his birth father and birth mother. This is where 
he finds out your mother's not really dead. She didn't die in childbirth. Uh, and mm-hmm. yes, and her name is Betty Falco. And her husband's name is Tony Falco. I'd love the actress Edie Falco, just saying. Right, Nurse I know, Jackie. Yes. Oh my God, what a great yes. series. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> We're yeah. off topic. So, right. So David wants to go see his birth mother. I mean, he wants to meet this woman that, you know, in his mind, he painted up this beautiful blonde woman. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to meet her and she's like this little old lady. She's just like a little lady, you know, little, you know, tiny lady is what they said. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, yeah. So he's disappointed yeah. that his mom is not this better looking movie or style looking, okay. you know, this movie actress looking mom. Because I guess meet. in his mind he painted up this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he but finds still, that's out kinda that. kind of rude. <laughs> right. So he finds out that Tony Falco is not his biological father. Mm-hmm. So, Betty and Tony were married. They did have a daughter together. They Mm -hmm. broke up. And Betty had an affair with a married man and was pregnant with David. Mm. And the married man said, I don't want to be the father of this child. I don't want this child. So, she has David and puts him up for adoption. So, David feels like he is a child that was never really wanted. Okay. And that... Yeah, but you think, I mean, he was adopted, he seemed to be to a, a you know, a loving family that cared for him, but I, I can right. see that, yeah, I right. can see yeah. that. So it shatters his whole identity, he says, you know, that he's a child that was never wanted, nobody mm-hmm. wanted him, and he felt that way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. David, in Christmas Eve, 1975, mm-hmm. he attacks a 14-year-old girl with a knife. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, the girl gets away, and David realizes, next time, I need to use a gun if I'm going to attack somebody. So, okay. Yeah. So, he's, so now, he premeditated yeah. that attack, and now he's like, well, when I do this again, here's how I can do it more efficiently. Okay. Wow. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he is, like I said, he's 21, and he is living in an apartment complex, and mm-hmm. he doesn't like where he's living, so he moves, but at that apartment complex, there's barking dogs all the time, which, Okay. you know, I understand some apartment places will let you have pets, and some won't, mm-hmm. right. so it kind of depends, but it was like he was living in an apartment complex, and kind of like next door was like a house. And there was dogs barking and things like that. So Mm -hmm. he was not very happy with this situation. Mm -hmm. So David starts, you know, working more away from home. He's working as a cab driver. He Mm -hmm. switches jobs and becomes a post office worker. So he's kind of like running around all day and night. Mm -hmm. So he goes to Florida because his dad has moved to Florida. And his dad has remarried. And he does not like his new stepmother at all. Oh, so okay. Hmm. he decides to leave Florida and come back up after his visit to New York. Mm-hmm. But he makes a little pit stop with an army buddy. And mm-hmm. his army buddy helps him to buy a forty-four caliber gun. <sighs> Goodness, okay. Right. Now, now, David said it's for protection for the long trip to New York. And this is with, in the early 70s. Okay. Like 75. Yeah. Okay, mid-70s. Like okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Protection. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, David starts his killing spree. Mm-hmm. 
So July 29th, 1976, Donna Leor, and I'm going to apologize first and foremost. <laughs> some of the names are tricky for me. Yeah. So if I mispronounce them, I'm so sorry. It's not me being rude. I just right. cannot pronounce correctly. It's right. just, you know. Yeah. You know, so I will try my best. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Doing Donna great. Leoria and Jody Valenti. Okay. I mm-hmm. hope I said that correct. Mm-hmm. They are sitting out in Jody's car. When a man approached the car and Donna's getting, as Donna is getting out, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, what's this about? This guy takes out a gun out of a brown paper bag, crouches down, shoots her, which kills Donna instantly, mm. goes and shoots inside the car where Jody is sitting uh-huh. and shoots her in the thigh. So Jody starts pushing on the horn and Donna's dad comes out and of course sees his daughter dead on the concrete. Yeah. Mm. Oh now, Jody survives. Yeah, Jody survives, and she gets a composite sketch of what the man looked like. So, now, okay. Dave, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, David said that he felt at peace after he shot these women. He felt great, Erica. He was like, <laughs> So, yeah. like an adrenaline rush. Like, ooh, look what I just did. But even yeah. after his very first time, he left right. a survivor. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have a sketch. Nice. So, so there was a right. sketch of him for his whole time. Mm-hmm. Since the first time he, with the gun, yes. With the gun, okay. But hit this mm-hmm. happened where, you said? In New York. Okay, so, I mean, he he started all of his kill. that's right, all of his killings were in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they were around the Yonkers area, places like that, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, hmm. so... He said he liked playing God, that he liked being able to decide who lives and who dies. Sure. Well, we saw that with, so we see that with a lot yeah. of them. And even now in the medical profession, if you will, a lot of them like to play God. Right, right. right. And around this time, he starts writing a letter to a man by the name of Sam Carr. Sam Carr lives around the apartment complex and he's complaining about his dogs barking all the time and that he needs to quiet his dogs because him and his wife, mm-hmm. David's not married, doesn't right. have a girlfriend, invents mm-hmm. this wife and says, my wife and I aren't mm-hmm. getting any peace and quiet. We're not able to sleep in. You need to quiet your dogs. Which, I mean, that's so right. easy to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dog, and and Sam's quiet. probably like, okay, <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Right, exactly, yeah. So he starts writing, like, kind of threatening letters to Sam, saying, you need to quiet your dogs and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Which we find out later, David actually shot the dog and wounded it. Mm. That just, uh uh-uh. Yeah. It was like a black Labrador, which, you know. And there you like one of the friendliest dogs, dogs, you know. Never met a stranger, and that's the Labradors. (laughs) Right. Mm. So October 23rd of 1976, car... Carl Lenario mm-hmm. and Rosemary Keenan. Mm-hmm. They're sitting in a parked car. Now you're okay. going to start seeing a pattern. I'm going to tell you all right now, you're going to start seeing a pattern. Parked cars. Sitting in a car park. Yep. Mm-hmm. The car windows shatter. Mm. So Rosemary, she starts the car because she's driving. Right. And she quickly drives away. Mm-hmm. Now she had superficial injuries, but okay. Carl was shot in the head and needed to have a metal plate put oh. in his head. But neither saw the shooter. Neither one of them saw the shooter at that time. Because this was at night when they were parked. 
Correct. Okay. Usually the times are anywhere from midnight mm-hmm. to three in the morning. So, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, I kind of looked at it like, oh, it's young couples. We're mm-hmm. going out. We're hanging out. We're parking in a car. We're talking. They mm-hmm. might be kissing. Right. You don't think that somebody's going to come up on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I right. Mean, because, you know. Right. Because you're isolating yourself. You're not bothering anybody. So mm-hmm. why would somebody come up and bother you? Honest. I mean, honestly. Right. And And it's so right. very reminiscent of the Zodiac Killer. You know, right, right. Not, not to is. bring that case, but, and we know it's a separate right. case because it's on separate coasts. Mm-hmm. But you know, right, right. kind of that same motive, and it's like, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. So November twenty seventh, nineteen seventy six, mm-hmm. Donna um, Demos, I think is how you say it. She's sixteen, and Joanne Lamonio, I'm sorry, Lamino. You're doing She's good. She's eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. They had walked home from a movie after midnight. And they were standing on Joanne's front porch talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, 16, 18 years old. You're going to stand up there and talk to your friends. Right. I mean, you're just hanging out. You're, you know? at, you're at home. Right. Yeah. Right. So a man in his early 20s walks up asking for directions. And he's wearing military fatigues. Okay. Trying All, to get that, then he, you know, trust mm-hmm. immediately. Oh, I'm a soldier. You can trust me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Immediately pulls out the gun. And he shot Donna in the neck. Mm-hmm. She was wounded, but it wasn't life-threatening. But, unfortunately, Joanne was hit in the back, and mm. she's now a paraplegic. Gosh. Mm. Yes. Mm-mm. So, now we wow. get into January 30th, 1977. Now we're in 77. Mm-hmm. So, okay. year two. So, mm-hmm. a, yes. So, a girl by the name of Christine um, Friendy, I believe, and John Dial... Mm-hmm. They're sitting in John's car. They're getting ready to go to a dance hall after seeing the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Mm. Three, yeah, three gunshots hit their car. Mm. John drives away for help. Now, he suffers minor injuries, mm-hmm. but Christine was shot twice and she died in the hospital. Mm. Oh, man. And here's the thing. When he is shooting these couples, he's coming up on them. Mm-hmm. They do not have time to look around and go, okay, what does he look like? Right. They're just like, get out. Get out of here. Right. Rrr, you know, yep. they're like, run. So they're not able to get a composite on him or a positive ID at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Because he's doing this also at midnight, three in the morning. Well, Nobody's really out. Right. And unsuspecting. Because you know. you're not going to sit in a car at midnight and be looking around like do you see anybody walking around no you're focused on the person right. you're in the car with i mean we've all been guilty of exactly. that and i've yeah. never once thought oh is somebody out here you know right in march 8th of 1977 a young lady by the name of virginia Burchowskin, i believe mm-hmm. is how you say it she was walking home from school okay it was about seven o'clock mm-hmm. and she was confronted by an armed man she mm-hmm. held her school books, school books in front of her face, but he shot through the school books uh-uh. and it killed her instantly. Oh, yeah. well, because he had a 40, yeah. 44 Magnum, right? That's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. So April 17th, Alexander and Valentina, um, their last names are just really hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um, they were sitting in a car when four shots were heard, and neighbors called the police. Mm. The, they find that Valentina, Valentina was sitting in the driver's seat. She was shot once. Mm-hmm. Alexander was shot twice. Okay, mm. both of them in the head. 
Valentina died at the scene and Alexander died in the hospital. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so again, no witnesses. Um, wow. And he's, um, and it seems like his shots are getting more into the kill zone, if you will, because he's hitting more in the head and the face area, not, you know, the thigh or lower body uh, area. Right. So he, he's, he's, es- he's escalating. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. He's definitely shooting to kill them. Mm. Now, this scene is interesting because the police discover a letter. Hmm. Now, this letter is addressed to the police captain, Joseph Borelli. Okay. And this is when we are introduced to the name Son of Sam. Okay. So Son of Sam names himself, by the way. That name was not given to him. He named himself. And I think we've talked about it before. You cannot give yourself your nickname. It has to be earned. Right. It has to be given to right. you. Honestly. Usually it's given to you. You don't usually, you know. They were calling him the forty four caliber killer, I believe. And he was the So like, he decided like to. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So here's like an excerpt from just um, what was there. It said, I'm deeply hurt by you calling me a woman hater i am not but i am a monster i am the son of sam Uh, when father sam gets drunk he gets mean he beats his family sometimes he ties me up in the back of the house other times he locks me in the garage sam hmm. loves to drink blood go out and kill commands father sam now he says police let me hunt let uh, let me haunt you with these words. I'll be back. I'll be back. To be interpreted, bang, 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 bank, bang, uh. Yours in monster, Mr. Monster. So he, right there, for me, mm-hmm. he's trying to establish yeah. that he is a unstable person. But yeah. for me, you all, you have to be stable enough to be, yeah creative and that's probably not the best word but creative enough to write a letter like that to sound not stable right you know words are misspelled right yeah Mm -hmm. and words are misspelled in this um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know it's just kind of odd reading i mean i didn't read the Mm -hmm. whole thing but it's just because it is kind of long but yeah i mean the words are kind of misspelled which is rather interesting because on may 30th Okay, so that letter was found April 17th by the police. Mm-hmm. May 30th of the same year in 77, a news columnist by the name of Jimmy Breslin receives a letter from someone claiming to be the 44 caliber killer. Oh, okay. Now, this person sounds more articulate and put together. Mm-hmm. And he put, hello from the gutters of NYC, which are filled with dog manure, vomit, <laughs> stale wine, urine, and blood. Hmm. Which is probably and, accurate. I yeah. mean... Right, and he says, P.S., please inform all the detectives working on the slaying to remain, to remain, P.S., J.B., Jim Breslin, Mm -hmm. please inform all detectives working on the case that I wish you the best of luck. Keep them digging, drive on, think positive, get (laughs) off your butts, knock on coffins. Upon my capture, I promise to buy all of you guys working the case a new pair of shoes if I can get up the money, son of Sam. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, to hear, you know, you see the two different letters, you're saying this was not misspelled, this was more articulated, the right. first letter was more like misspelled, kind of jumbly-jew. 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jumpity junk. You know. Right. So you start to see the two. Yeah, he's laying the groundwork of just trying to throw throw people off and be like, "Oh, we're dealing with somebody right. who's not who's not stable, stable. who has mental right, yeah. issues." You know. But no, that that's yeah. calculated. That's yeah. planned for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So that letter was found on May 30th. On June 26th of the same year in 77, Sam Lupo and Judy Placido are sitting in a parked car. When three shots blast through the car, mm-hmm. Sam is wounded in the right forearm. Judy was shot in the right temple and the back of the neck. Both survived, but neither saw the attacker. Mm. So, But like you said again. Yeah. We're sitting in a parked car. Mm-hmm. Stop sitting in parked right. cars. You are right. you are literally a sitting target. Well, and ladies were afraid because he had a top. It seemed like he was shooting white females with long, brown, wavy hair. So women were going to the beauty parlor, getting their hair cut, hair cut off, and being mm-hmm. dyed blonde. Because they were <sighs> terrified. They were absolutely terrified they were going to be next. Wow. That's... Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's just terrible. Yeah, that is. So on, yeah. So on July thirty first, nineteen seventy seven, Stacy uh, Moskowitz and Robert Valenti, 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 I believe, mm-hmm. they parked under a street lot and they were on their first date. Now Stacy mm-hmm. is blonde, by the way. I just want to put that in there. So, yeah, Stacy probably thought, "Hey, I'm blonde headed. He doesn't go after blondes, so I'm probably I'm going to be okay." Um, right. You know, that was the thought. Mm-hmm. Sure. So as they were kissing in the car, a man approached the car and mm-hmm. fired four rounds into it, striking mm-hmm. both victims in the head. Robert lost his uh, left eye and Stacy died from her injuries in the hospital. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, All on the first day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now, that same night, there was a police officer and he was going around writing tickets to mm-hmm. cars that were parked on the road and there was a car that was parked in front of a fire hydrant mm-hmm. and it was a yellow uh, Ford mm-hmm. and they wrote a ticket for it. Now okay. there was a lady walking her dog. Her name is Cecilia Davis and she witnessed a patrol officer giving tickets that night. Mm-hmm. So she called down there and said, hey, look, the night that, that the guy and girl that were shot, mm-hmm. there was an officer giving tickets moments before that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. So the NYPD goes through. Sure enough, they have all these tickets that were written that night. So they're going to start investigating and looking into who all was there that night and why their car was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, of course, David Berkowitz got a ticket that night. So NYP calls Yonkers Police mm-hmm. Department and says, hey, you got a David Berkowitz. We need to talk to him. Yeah. Because there was a murder and his car was down there. Mm-hmm. And it would, you know, Yonkers Police Department goes, well, that's interesting about David Berkowitz. We have had complaints about him writing letters threatening his neighbor, Sam Carr, about oh. his dog. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, okay, so David, this isn't just an innocent, never gotten in trouble cop of guy. Right, yeah. They've heard about mm-hmm. you. When the police hear about you, it's not good. No, yeah. They stay right? off their I mean, radar. Yeah. Once, you, <laughs> yeah. once your name right, right. is in that system, even for like a parking or speeding mm-hmm. ticket, you uh-uh, you just put a, you your just put a sign known. on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Your name is known. Yeah, good luck. So they go down to interview... David Berkowitz. They mm-hmm. get his address. 
police department goes down there. Yeah. And here comes David walking outside of his apartment. La, la, la. Getting mm-hmm. in at his yellow car with a brown paper bag. Uh-uh. So the police officer, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yes. And so the police officer goes up and says, you know, who do we got here? You know, mm-hmm. and he's, and David says, um, you know, he said, you know me. He said, the police officer said, you know, what do you mean? I don't know. You tell me who you are. Yeah. And he said, I'm Sam. <laughs> and he said, you're Sam. Sam who? He goes, Sam, you know, David Berkowitz. I'm the son of Sam. So he just immediately is like. on himself. Right. Oh, wow. Because they were just, mm-hmm. he was just like a person of interest, if you will, at the time. He wasn't even being. Right heavily considered and because one police no. officer walks up and is like hey what's says, up and he's like yep that was yeah. me i did it yep it was all me but what was yeah. but so what did he have in his bag then his brown paper bag it was his 44 caliber gun <laughs> wow yeah wow yeah. so mm-hmm. they arrest david now i don't know if you guys have seen the footage of him being arrested mm. but he is smiling the entire time yeah that cheshire have cat have you seen yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah like, look at like, what I did. Yeah, it was me. All that attention. And he's like, everyone look at me. Like, yeah. this is a proud moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and of course, his dad, Nathan, is devastated. Well, that, yeah. You know, he had no idea that David would even be capable of doing something like this. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But David is grinning from ear to ear. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. But it again, will make you angry. It may it, it made me angry, angry you know? but then I also was like, okay, are we still trying to play the insanity defense? Right, like, and we're going to get into that, yeah, mm-hmm. because that that comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, are we dealing with someone who is mentally incompetent? That sure. you know, is he able to even stand trial? You know, right. So, on August 11, 1977, he confesses in thirty minutes. He tells them everything. These are mm-hmm. all the people. This is what I did. Blah blah. You know, just mm-hmm. told it all. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they watch him for psychiatric evaluation. Sure. And they said he ate like a horse and he slept like a baby. Like yeah. he never, they never, he never exhibited anything to them that would be questionable. Mm-hmm. Right. So they determined, no, he is competent to stand trial. Yeah. Golly. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So oh. he pleads guilty. Mm-hmm. And a part of that plea guilty, he got 25 years for each murder. Now, he murdered six people, wounded okay. seven. Right. Is that what we figured out? Because I know we, mm-hmm. we were doing the math on that. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so um, he can, he comes up for parole because of that. He can come up parole after, what, 25 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the day of the sentencing, okay, so he's found guilty. They're going to sentence him. Mm-hmm. Now, he was sentenced on May, or he felt was found guilty on May 8th, because remember, he pled guilty. So mm-hmm. two weeks later, they brought him in for the sentencing, and he causes the an uproar like nothing I've ever heard of. Yeah. He's trying to jump out of a window. He's yelling, Stacy is a whore. I would kill them all again. I mean, mm-hmm. he is just going berserk. Yeah. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they calmed him down. They yeah. subdued him. They subdued him, and on June the twelfth, nineteen seventy-eight, mm-hmm. he was sentenced to twenty-five years to life in prison for mm-hmm. each of the murders, and he served his time in Attica. 
Yes. Which I heard Attica is pretty rough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not... It's not a, yeah. It's not federal prison. <laughs> Let's just say that. Right. Yeah. And um, so while he was there, someone tried to kill him to make a name for himself. Sure. And he slit his throat, which required about fifty stitches. Oh my gosh. But David would never tell who did it to him. Of course. No, they would honor never admit thieves. Who did it yeah. To him. Mm-hmm. Right. So he ends up getting transferred around, and finally he ends up at a place called. Oh no, Shawn- Gunk Prison. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> where he still is today, um, and he is up for parole like every two years. Yeah, yeah. It now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that bothers me. Now he would write letters and say, "Look, I don't." He would not go to. Par- he did not want to be paroled mm-hmm. because he found God in prison. You know, (laughs) a lot of people seem to find God in prison. (laughs) God, God, um, I heard he's in churches, but I guess he is in prison as well. So, (laughs) that's where so So many of them seem to find it there. Hmm. (laughs) Right. So, he's now known, instead of son of Sam, son of hope. Lord. (laughs) And he preaches. Of course he does. You know, spreads the word of God. He's had videos released. He's had, you know, book pamphlets, stuff like that. Mm. Talking about, you know, him finding God and Mm -hmm. now becoming the son of hope. Okay. And he's written to the parole board and said, I need to be, I need to stay in prison. Mm -hmm. I, there's no reason for me to get out of prison. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, we agree on something. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the question is. You know, why did David do this? Because so many theories have come out, even by David. Mm -hmm. David had said that he was in a devil-worshipping cult. And that in order to satisfy the cult, that he had to kill people. Mm -hmm. David also said that the neighbor's dog, Sam Carr's Labrador, was telling him to kill people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Which we later found out was a total hoax. It was a lie. Yeah, I was about to because say. Because that's what he told people. Yeah. Well, and again, trying to set up that, well, he's he can't be stable because mm-hmm. look what he's saying. And when that was like, right. oh, wait, I forgot to play the part all the time. I am competent right. to stand trial and to receive mm-hmm. my punishment. Now he's like, yeah, right. I just made it up, y'all. My bad. My bad. Well, and then another theory is, was he killing because of his childhood? You know, he found out that he really didn't kill his mother in childbirth and mm-hmm. that um, he never felt wanted. He never felt like he connected. So mm-hmm. it was his revenge on people not loving him and caring about him, and including him. But you would think, and I mm-hmm. don't know, when people... And and I get, I mean, there's a huge population out there of people who don't feel they belong, who don't, mm-hmm. who maybe don't have family, who were adopted and the adopted families kind of disowned them for whatever reasons or separation, you know, mm-hmm. they don't go on to kill people. And I would right. think if you are like, I don't belong, you all made fun of me, didn't make me feel welcome, wouldn't they be your target? Mm-hmm. Why would it just be 
random people couples in a car and and couples like happy couples Mm -hmm. well uh, i'm presuming Mm -hmm. they were happy couples sitting in a car Mm -hmm. talking and that was his target right oh you all look like you get along i'm gonna end that and and not all were couples that that some were friends i'm not i'm not saying Mm -hmm. they were all couples, but two people together having a seemingly Mm -hmm. good time good conversation getting along innocence yeah Yeah. and he Mm -hmm. he just went in without motive so no i don't i don't buy you know that that's him trying to be like well look i had to do that because little old me didn't have no uh uh-uh no not buying it because i think especially in you know we've all gone through well um say most of us have gone through middle and high school and boy if there's ever a time you don't feel like you belong because <laughs> you're finding your right. way you yeah. know you're finding your personality and all oh. that stuff but right sure you don't I mean there's always growth spurts when you change jobs when you have meet new people there's yeah. always that you know you got to figure out where you belong and and stuff and and it's mm-hmm. fine but yeah I right don't, right if everybody made that their motive lord I'm going to be, I'm going to be flat out. I think he just enjoyed doing it. I think that it was, he enjoyed the attention. Mm -hmm. He enjoyed, people were talking about it. People were afraid. I think he thrived off that. I really do. And, and here's my question. And to those in the military services listening, you all would be Mm -hmm. the ones to answer this. Um, Mm -hmm. When you are in the military and your assignment because I know everybody has different assignments what they do in the military what their job is in the military what is the prerequisites if you will that you would go into a military as he did as David did mm-hmm. and right. sharpshooter is what you're getting because are yeah. those if if I'm understanding correctly these are the ones that are sent on special missions they're usually special ops that they have a target that's of high value to other countries, to the country that they serve, to eliminate those targets. So mm-hmm. wouldn't you have to have, like, a different right. way of viewing things? Like, I don't think you go into the military and say, oh, I'm going to sign up for this class for sharpshooting, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. Right. I mean, what? because to me, I think you that's take a, a question, test yeah. and they say, okay, you fall into this aptitude and you can have this these jobs or whatever i don't know i didn't serve in the military i don't know i mean that's why i'm not buying the whole devil occult Mm -mm. um dog told me to do it thing the devil made me do it Uh, right that whole defense i'm just not buying that i think that it was he was a loner Mm -hmm. he was somebody who was alone and didn't have many friends or a lot of we don't we're not really he didn't have a group a squad if you will yeah right and i think that this was attention getting mm-hmm. i think it was i have power over you because he even said i like playing god yeah i felt at peace when i shot them yeah and i think that he he just lived off that adrenaline rush i mm-hmm. think he liked that feeling well. because i mean you get caught and they're arresting you because you're a serial killer mm-hmm. and you're sitting there smiling like you won an academy award or right. something exactly I mean, that's what blew my mind i mm-hmm. mean yeah it was just sort of like me you're talking about me right. it's like are you kidding me right. i mean this is not good david you know well and that's where i wonder too what were the disciplinary mm-hmm. reasons in the army maybe they saw something mm-hmm. and were like oh, okay no you're you're not for this we're discharging you right and yeah there was he didn't receive the problems. he didn't receive the support needed to 
Right. I yeah. don't, I don't, I mean, I, again, yeah. this is yeah. all speculation. We'll never know, but. Right. I don't think we'll ever get a straight answer out of David. You know. Goodness, no. Uh-uh. No. no. And way. he is still in prison to this day. If Where he know, will uh, remain. He's still there. Mm-hmm. I think he will be there until he dies. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Uh, letting him out would be a bad idea. Even oh, yeah. though he's like, what, now in his... Well, he's in his probably 70s? early, yeah, early 70s if he was born in 50. Yeah. Well, no, 53, 53. So he's probably 68, 69, yeah. Yeah, he's getting there. So, uh, 69, you know. yeah, this year. So I don't know I would let him out, you know. No. Mm-mm. So, and I really hope he, some people think this whole act about finding God in prison is just that. It's an act. Um, people well, think that this is his way of kind of, having that if i want to get out look i've changed my life i've turned it over to god now and well how many you know, of them anybody how many of them though come you know get caught get put in prison and in a year mm-hmm. i have found god i have seen the error in my ways and it's like yeah what <laughs> what and that's i just two, say you two yeah. years ago you're writing this letter to the public going yeah mm-hmm. look at me i'm a monster Rawr! And, good luck catching me yeah you know, yeah, yeah i dare you to catch me and then you know, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, I am the son of hope. Come to yeah. those who seek it. What? No. I mean, uh-uh. yeah, it's just hard to think It's another that. game. Mm-mm. Goodness. Yeah. So, that's where David Berkowitz is. He is in prison. Where he And these families be. are forever changed, and I hate it. And, well, you know. and, and the survivors, too. I can't imagine the survivors' oh. guilt and the trauma and the mm-hmm. everything that they deal with on a daily basis because yeah. of his actions. Um, yeah. That's just terrible. Um, and, and for yeah. no reason. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like they were fighting him at a club or on no. the street or whatever mm-hmm. you know it was just oh right i'm gonna shoot somebody today and there you are you know that's it it was just right. luck of the draw if you will um it's yeah. terrible so yeah it is <sighs> so that is the case of son of sam or hope if that's what you want to know so that's i'm fine. still going by son of sam so yeah oh yeah son of sam that's what he is yeah he and again yes. try he's trying to change his name again you cannot give yourself your nickname oh my goodness yeah i've never heard of somebody doing that no so, <laughs> why do people call you that because i call okay. myself that uh no that's not how that yeah. goes i don't yeah. know why this bothers me so much but it does yeah and a side ah. and a side note too is that people try to figure out where he got son of sam because in the military, they would call themselves Son of Sam, as in Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They thought maybe it came from there. They mm-hmm. also thought maybe it came from the fact that, you know, Sam Carr is the one that owned the dog. Right. So, mm-hmm. could that have been where? We don't really know. Yeah. Well, no. He probably doesn't even know. Yeah. He probably said it one day and was like, oh, I like the sound of that. And that's... That's son of Sam, I don't it. know. I, is the devil is that is the devil called Sam? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I have no know. idea. I have no idea. That's a new one. I'm just asking. I'm no. just asking for a friend. Right? No. Do no. you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, asking for a friend. Sam. Me, I'm the friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Just I'm making sure I didn't know. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've peeled back the layers on that onion of David Berkowitz, yes. aka son of Sam. Well done, Aaron. All right, so next week, or excuse me, next episode we have on the docket is called The Highway of Tears. And The Highway Mm -hmm. of Tears is a corridor of Highway 16 
um, in Canada that runs between Prince George and Prince Rupert, British Columbia. Um, which has been the location of many missing and murdered indigenous women beginning in 1970. Uh, that phrase was coined during a vigil in uh, British Columbia in 1998 by Florence Nazil, who was thinking of the victims' families crying over their loved ones. Now, in this particular stretch of highway, it's a disproportionately higher number of indigenous women that are on the list of victims. Uh, this has come up in a couple of other podcasts that we listen to. Um, and, of course, I'm a huge fan of Canada. Shout out Jan Arden and Celine Dion. I had to do it. Um, and and um, so we want to take a closer look into that because it... it with that population, it appears that with the policing force, that because it's indigenous women, they're not even looking into the cases. They're not even mm. trying to solve those murders. And that other women have been murdered and taken to this stretch of highway in the hopes oh, wow. that their, their murders would not be investigated because it's on that stretch <gasps> of highway. So Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Okay. So this is where this is all coming from and why we're going to take a closer mm. look at that. And also, fun fact, our next episode is going to be in the month of March, which is our birthday month. So it is, yes. Where we'll be 25 again. Right? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That, whew, telling you. We're doing a Benjamin years. Buttons moment here going I'd, backwards. Yeah, I yeah, know, right. <laughs> I do feel that way sometimes. I feel like a baby yep. sometimes. Oh, gosh, I have a headache. Stop. I know. Um, then anyhow, y'all yep. don't want to hear about that. So uh, we appreciate you all so much for listening and tuning in. Again, thank you so much. Make sure to follow, like, subscribe. If you really, 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 really like us, make sure you leave a comment. It helps us out so much. We are working on products to actually be able to sell out to you all so yep, we hopefully we'll be yes. hearing uh, back we've got a couple of emails out to some places and we'll be able to share that information soon because who doesn't want a southern onion podcast t-shirt coffee mug what just saying exactly do you want a cell phone case cover i don't know if there's a product that you would like to have of yep. ours hit us up again instagram yeah southern onion podcast slide into our dms respectfully yes. and tell us what merchandise yeah. item that you would like to see or that you would um, yes you would hope that we would have available for purchase because this is all for you all and yeah it is yes again thank you all so much so until next time stay safe take care keep peeling back those layers of true crime bye Aaron. bye erica <laughs> bye everybody bye toodaloo toodaloo doo <laughs> Thank you.